Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. You know what this means? <laughs> Good morning, welcome. Hey, Lurie. Hey, Andrea. Hey, Shonda. Hey, Shamika. Good morning, y'all. See y'all coming in. Coming in fast and quick. One morning I was teaching, I likened it to roaches. <laughs> but if you've never um, experienced roaches, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> hey, Casey. Hey, Jillian. Hey, Nikki. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome. Hey, Frida. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Vicki. Hey, Candice. How y'all doing this morning? Yes, everyone is back. We are back. We are safe. Hey, Vanna. We are in this thing this morning. Hey, D. Sharon, how y'all doing this morning? And his father's my Tracy. Hey, Jamika. Good morning. Welcome, 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 welcome. Y'all doing this morning? Well, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha Johnson, your hostess with the mostest for today. Um, and I say that all the time because sometimes somebody's going to guest host this show. Just know that's what God is in the middle of working and doing some things. So sometimes it may be something else. So good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations. We are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Instagram Live. Yeah, and we will um, be uploaded on podcast shortly after the broadcast, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. You can pretty much catch us about anywhere now. And Andrea talked about my t-shirt. It's Kingdom, baby. Um, these t-shirts are now available. They'll be released in just a little bit on the website. You can purchase it in hot pink or in white letters. And um, you can get it in a coffee mug as well as I think a journal will be available today. I don't know. So as soon as we get those dropped today, go get your kingdom. It's kingdom baby t-shirt. Uh, reminding yourself that it's about the kingdom of God. And somebody asks you, you'll be able to share this verse with them saying, you know what? It's kingdom, baby. And I want to teach you about the kingdom of God. So this is our not our marketing tool. This becomes our track. This T-shirt becomes our track. This opens up the door for anybody to be able to have a conversation with us about the kingdom of God. That's what discipleship is all about. So when those drop a little bit later today, go get your kingdom. Be available in female cut mail cut um and definitely on a coffee mug it's kingdom baby super excited about these shirts um and to be able to use them at the, as discipleship well welcome back from the weekend i hope you guys had a great weekend we are still in the book of ephesians and i'm going to share something with you this morning's devotional is titled you don't have to compromise you don't have to compromise so let's pray and get started with today father god we thank you for this day we thank you for your word we thank you for your grace we thank you for your mercy we thank you for your love we thank you for you waking up this morning giving us the activities of our limbs 
clothing us in our right mind, consuming us with your love and doing us with your power. Yeah, Lord, thank you for that. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, from all things up above, Lord God, from all things up above. We thank you, Father, this morning for a fresh anointing, one that destroys the yokes of bondage, sickness, and disease. We thank you, Father God, for teaching us how to tap into our most holy faith, we plead the blood of Jesus over this broadcast that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Father God, that it is sealed in the blood. We cast down every satanic attack from all principalities, from airways, Lord God, from people that are just watching by and mean it no good intent. We seal it in the blood of the lamb in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Oh, um, Pillow Talk, December 14th, the women's edition. I released it the other day. We only have 13 spots left. It started moving that fast. So if you've been kind of thinking you want to go to Pillow Talk, not sure what Pillow Talk is, um, there's a group for the ladies, Pillow Talk by LMJ on the face. Go join the group and just ask the women in the group how they felt about Pillow Talk. But do not do not sleep and think I've got plenty of time because it went from 25 spots available to 13 spots available overnight and registrations are still coming in. You want to get on it. You don't want to miss this opportunity. This is Pillow Talk December edition. It's a VIP style. It's my birthday. We're going to be celebrating my 45th birthday. There's going to be all kinds of giveaways at Pillow Talk. I got books. I got gift cards. Oh, it's going to be great food and it's going to be fellowship and it's plenty of opportunity and time. Uh, Pillow Talk is an event that I host here in Little Rock. This session is, this is the last one in Little Rock. It's an event I host in Little Rock for women, by women. And we just come together in our pajamas and do the work on ourselves for about four hours. And God just shows up and shows out. It's sisterhood. So if you've never attended Man, get in. Shamika, I saw you got your ticket in there. Get in. There are only 13 spots left. It comes with a journal, comes with food, and usually the Christmas edition comes with plenty of gifts. So please, please, if you want to be at Pillow Talk, I got somebody coming from Texas. I've had people come from California to Pillow Talk here. Don't miss the opportunity to tap into Pillow Talk. Join the Pillow Talk group and just ask some questions. The ladies in there will tell you about their experience with Pillow Talk and the things that God has done for them. So let's get started today. We are in Ephesians 3 today. And I want y'all to do me a favor. I want y'all to stop making the Lord so spooky and scary because he is real authentic. He is a real, um, you know. Michelle, I'll, um, I'll, I'll sew that into you. I'll sew that into you. Don't, don't worry about it. Just inbox me your email address. I'll, I'll sew that into you. I got you. Um, <laughs> inbox me your email address and I'll sew that into you today. Um, so please, um, please don't just don't make God so spooky. Um, I don't think we understand that when we get make God so spooky and so mystical and so over the top that we miss opportunities to have a real, real relationship with him. And God is looking for him for, for you to have a conversation uh, with him from a realistic, very point of view. Uh, but email me because I'll forget. <laughs> um, from a very realistic point of view, God is real, real 
The word is real, real. The word is real, literal. Our fellowship with God is real, real. Um, and I'm just, I'm just telling you, God, God is not wanting us to convey this message that makes it look like he's not approachable and that he's not real to other people. So like, we just got to be careful about making God look so spooky. Like he's just so spooky because God isn't spooky. People make him spooky. People turn him into really weird things. And God has been the same God since the beginning of time. <laughs> he's been the same God since the beginning of time. I got so we got some new people coming in this morning. I got to pause for a second and just say good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations. We thank you for logging in with us this morning. I see some real, real new faces. And I just wanted to take time to just welcome you this morning. And so let's let's let's. Let's ask God, let's ask the Holy Spirit to take the veil off our eyes. Holy Spirit, take the veil off our eyes and allow us to see God, like allow us to see God the way it was intended for us to see God. Because what happens when you make God so spooky spiritual, you isolate yourself and you isolate others from getting to see and experience the power of God in our lives. Because what happens is we're often looking for him to come a particular way or to be operating in our life a particular way. And God is operating in our life from a completely different place. And so as, as this morning, Lord, just reveal yourself to me. Um, I'm removing the scales from my eyes. I'm unclogging, I'm pushing away from all that I thought was you. Reveal yourself to me so that I can receive you the way that you intended me to receive you. I promise you, if you ask God that, God will begin to demonstrate himself to you like never before. And you will begin to experience God like never before. It's not based on feelings. We've talked about that. That that's It's not based on your feelings. It's not based on your feelings. People have taught us every time we're going to experience God, we're going to feel God. Like, and so if we don't feel something, we don't feel something, then we think that if we're not feeling it, then God is not in it. It doesn't. Sometimes you don't recognize the supernatural because it's supernatural and it's happening. Will we feel God? Yes. Will we feel the Holy Spirit? Yes. But if it doesn't, if you don't feel anything, it doesn't mean that God is not working. It doesn't mean that you're not supposed to be tapped in or attached to a thing. It doesn't mean that. And so that's why your prayer life is essential and learning to hear the voice of God is going to be so important to you in these next seasons as you grow in your relationship with Christ. You want to grow in a healthy relationship with Christ. You don't want to grow in some pseudo relationship with Christ. And then you get to a point and stuff isn't working or you're falling apart and you're trying to figure out because when the pressure is on, that's when you're going to realize what you've really bought into or believe to be your truth where Christ is concerned. So let's not make him spooky spiritual no more. Let's not do that anymore. Let's ask. Let's start asking the Holy Spirit in our lives. Show me how I operate in a relationship with you that's healthy, that's whole, and that's based on the word of God, and that's based on divine revelation. Because in this third chapter, 
Paul is revealing to them some divine revelation. This is divine revelation. And this is what he says to them. So I'm getting ready to read to you this. This is Ephesians chapter three. It says, when I think of all this, I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus for the benefit of you Gentiles. That's those of us that are not the children of Israel. Assuming by the way that you know God gave me the special responsibility of extending his grace to you Gentiles. As I briefly wrote earlier, God himself revealed his mystery is planned to me. As you read what I've written, you will understand my insight into this plan regarding Christ. God did not reveal it to previous generations, but now by his spirit, he has revealed it to his holy apostles and prophets. And this is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the, the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are a part of the same body and both enjoy the promises of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus. By God's grace and mighty power, I've been given the privileges of serving him by spreading the good news. Though I'm the least deserving of all God's people, he graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ. I was chosen to explain to everyone this mysterious plan that God, the creator of all things, had kept secret from the beginning. God's purpose in all this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Christ Jesus our Lord. Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. So please don't lose heart because of my trials here. I'm suffering for you. So you should feel honored. I wrote today's devotional and I said, you do not have to compromise. And what the Lord was showing me here is often because we don't realize who we are um, because of sins, because things that have happened into our life, we don't boldly come before the throne of grace. And so instead of believing God to be everywhere and in all things in our life, we compromise this relationship with God. And I'm going to provide you an example. Say you, have, you, you feel guilty or you feel condemned about things in your life. Then instead of believing God to be everywhere in your life, you'll start bargaining with God like, okay, Lord, if you do this, for, if you do this for me, I'm not going to worry about my finances. I remember I was having a conversation with someone one time and they said, if you had to choose health or you had to choose riches, what would you choose? And this person said to me, he was like, well, I would choose riches instead of health. And I just looked at him for a minute and I said, you don't have to compromise health and riches because of who Christ is and because we can boldly go before the throne, guess what? You get to have health and riches. And for some reason, we come to God and we only ask him for just a little bit. Well, I came to tell you this morning, there's some guaranteed promises. When you made a decision to accept Christ as Lord and Savior in your life, as when you made a decision to live kingdom, there's some guaranteed promises here and you don't have to compromise. You don't have to receive just God in your health or just in your marriage. Guess what? You get to receive and have kingdom and absolutely every 
area of your life. And sometimes we'll feel like we don't want to worry God because we respond to God like we respond to other people. And we won't really even ask, deal with, or talk to God about the desires that's in our hearts. You don't have to compromise your desires because you're in Christ. Some of you have abandoned Giving up, giving up things in your purpose because you think God won't pull it all together. And God has come to you today to say, guess what? I'm going to pull it all together. You don't get to have wealth and riches. And some people will take that lot in life and say, well, he's blessed me in so many other areas. So I can't expect, expect that he'll bless me in this area. Or we won't be bold enough in our prayers because we think, okay, he's only going to do so much. And God is like, I don't operate that like that. Isaiah 55 and 8 says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my, your ways my ways. So God is trying to get us. I need you to get upon or beyond your little small, simple thinking that the measure of what you have from me is all the measure that you're going to get. So instead of praying big, bold prayers, we pray little, simple, measly prayers, almost begging God for what's already a guaranteed promise in our life. And the Lord is like, you don't have to beg me for absolutely anything. You don't have to beg me. You don't, you don't have to beg me. I guaranteed you health when Jesus went to the cross. I guaranteed you prosperity when Jesus went to the cross. I guaranteed you favor when Jesus went to the cross. Like I put a stamp. I put the blood. I put it on the blood. I put it on the blood. I put a stamp on this. I put something on this already so that you can receive the fullness and uh, the weightiness of sin or the things that we've experienced or the things that we've had happen in our life will slowly sleep, slip in and they keep us from praying these bold prayers. They keep us from fully receiving God's love. And so instead of talking to God the way he meant for us to commune, we just settle with just enough. Well, I don't want just enough. That's not my kingdom inheritance in here on earth. Paul comes in, he says, Though I'm the least deserving of all God's people, he graciously gave me the privilege of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures, endless treasures available to them in Christ. Endless. Do you hear what I'm saying? Endless treasures. So you can't afford to compromise and stop God at the measurement of what you think success is. You are not even tapping into your full potential of who you are. And I know some of you are like, my faith just, I'm going to be honest, my faith ain't good strong. Each man has already been dealt the measure of faith. Do you know if you, like the Roman soldier said, if you get in position and be like, Lord, help me with my unbelief, the Holy Spirit will show you and help you out with your own unbelief. If you begin to position yourself in the word of God and let the word build you up on your most holy faith, You'll get a fresh idea and a fresh view of how God sees you. You don't have to compromise for a little bit of kingdom. You don't have to compromise for a little bit of kingdom. You ain't got to ask for a little bit of kingdom. You ain't just got to, you don't get, you don't have to be like, okay, Lord, well, if you bless me with my health, I won't ask you for nothing else. Y'all need to stop telling them lies. You need him in everything. 
You need them in everything. You need them in everything. You don't want them just in your finances and not in your health. You know, if you've been desiring, you don't want them in just one area. Well, let me be successful. And then I'm not going to even worry you about being married. But every day you dream about being married. He's not an incomplete God. He's not an incomplete God. And in the third verse, he's saying, look, I got some endless treasures available to you. I got some endless treasures. There's some secret things that are here. There's some things that I did not reveal yourself in the beginning, but I'm trying to tell you now, I got some endless things for you that I want you to tap into and you don't have to compromise yourself. You don't have to just accept or receive all myself. How do I position myself? It's by understanding what this word says about you and tapping into your faith. Faith is ignited by love. And so the really the reason that you're going how you position yourself is that you understand and receive God's love and understand who God is to you and understand that you are his heir, you're joint heir with Christ. If you're joint heir with Christ, then you get to tap into the same benefits. You get to go as Paul says because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. You ain't got to barely go into God's presence. You can enter into his gates with thanksgiving, enter into his courts with praise, be bold in his presence. That's your daddy. That's your daddy. I'm just going to be serious. Close your eyes for a second. And that's just envision God. Lord, give me a vision for who you are in your life. Some of you need to see him as father. Some of you need to see him as protector. Some of you need to see him as provider. You've been seeing an incomplete vision. And I'm just believing God will give you a complete vision. Just take a minute every day and pause and say, Lord, show me the full vision of who you are in my life. Some of you won't connect to him at the capacity that you need to connect to him because you've been seeing the vision so incomplete. And the Lord is like, no, I'm whole. I created you to be whole and I want to be whole in your life. I want you to understand who I am and who you are. And so Paul says, don't lose heart. Don't lose heart here because you see suffering. Don't lose heart here because you see trials. That doesn't suffering and trials doesn't mean that God isn't going to complete the work in you. Philippians 1, 6 reminds us he's going to complete the good work. He's going to complete the good work because he called you to a greater purpose. So you don't have to compromise and only receive a portion of God in your life. You get to receive all of God's in his life. But the first thing you got to do is receive him as father and receive his love for you. And if you'll get in a position and understand who he is, he is not. And the problem that we have with receiving God's love is because most of us have received love such from such a funky way. We don't know how to receive love from God properly. That's why I told you we can't make him spooky spiritual. God is longing to give you the vision for you to be able to see who he is and tap into the fullness and the benefits of who he is and that you got that came to you through Christ Jesus. So close your eyes during the day. Close your eyes when you're feeling less than. Close your eyes when you're feeling compromised and just say, Father, let me see you. I've done it often. And I promise you, I feel like I'm sitting in his lap. Like, Daddy, let me just feel you right now. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. I'm a little bit consumed. And when I do it and when I close my eyes, I promise you, I can feel his presence. 
Sometimes it feels like he envelops me in his arm and I'm sitting in his lap and I feel a calmness and a peace. That's the measure of love. That's the measure of love he wants you to conceive and understand, not what this world told you about love. So you don't have to compromise. You don't have to negotiate with God. You don't have to negotiate. Well, since I'm so successful here, I can't expect that God won't bless me. You ain't got to do all that. You ain't got to do that. God is complete and whole. And I'm going to show you that in the prayer that Paul prayed next. The prayer that Paul prayed next in this chapter is so powerful. And that's the prayer that I'm releasing over all of us today. I told you when you don't know what to pray, do what? Pray the word. You cannot go wrong praying the word. Your angels it respond to the word of God. That's what they respond to. So pray the word when you don't know what to pray next. So here's what Paul prayed next. And I want you to receive this in your life. This is when I think this is the 14th verse. When I think of all this, I fall onto my knees and I pray to the father, the creator of everything in heaven and earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited. That within itself makes me want to shout. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources. He will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your heart as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. So that's the plan. That's the plan for it all. I pray that from his glory and limited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your heart and you tr as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now, all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. He who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we may ask or think. Right. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever and ever. You got to understand that about yourself. That's why I'm telling you, we've been living so apart. There's some key things in this verse. Christ makes his home in our hearts. As he makes his home in our hearts, you begin to trust him more. That's why I tell you, small bites still equal a meal. Take your time in your relationship with God. Take your time in your relationship with Christ. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. The more you're in relationship with him, the stronger those roots are going to grow the stronger you're going to become planted. The more time you spend in the word, the more time you have. So don't rush yourself. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. And then may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. The more that you sit at his feet, the more you're going to experience his love. And the more you're going to understand that his love is not man's love. His love is not man's love. It does not look like man's love. His love is way far. Can I tell you how God will demonstrate his love? That's why at the end of every broadcast, I say, go be loved today. God will demonstrate his love. The other day we had a, a, a young lady who needed some stuff paid, some stuff taken care of. And I watched God show out for her. 
I made a drop on Facebook and people responded to her needs in two hours. She was able to get some bills paid. She was able to get some needs met. Why? That was the demonstration of God's love. God moved on the heart of people to get her to take care of. That was God giving her a big old kiss saying, Mwah! girl, I love you. No matter what you got going on in your life, I love you. God often demonstrates himself to us through so many ways, through so many other people. But because we made him so spooky spiritual, we missed the opportunity to receive him and receive his love. He said, may you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all fullness of his life. It's exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or imagine. It's exceedingly abundantly above what we think God is, what we think God is. So some of the reason we've been missing it is because we don't, we see God's love wrong and we don't understand the power of who God is. And so we compromise ourselves to receive only just a little bit of God in our life. And God is like, nope. Mm -mm. If you want to know what God's love looks like, go to first Corinthians 13, four and eight. We think that's, that, that's teaching us how to love, but that's what God's lo love looks like. That, that script that was written is God's love for us, how he loves us, and in turn, how we're supposed to love others. Patient, love, kind, keeping no records of wrong. That's how God loves us. That's what that 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 8, we read it all the time, thinking it's just about how we're supposed to love others, but it's really showing us this is how much love, how much God loves us. So the more you walk with the Lord, the deeper your roots going to get. So if your roots ain't all the way there and they're not super deep, you're okay. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. As you keep walking, you're going to keep growing. As you keep growing, more love is going to manifest. More of the negative things are going to fall, fall off. And you're going to come into completion. Because God is going to complete the greater works in you. I keep telling you the responsibility is upon you. God wants to do exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask. So do not stop at the point of what you think the full measure of what you are or your life is. Don't compromise this for that. Get the fullness of what God has for you. Get the fullness of what God for you has for you. When God was uh, teaching them, when it was like, Lord, teach us how to pray, right? They were like, Lord, teach us how to pray. And he started teaching them how to pray. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. And I'm reading now the New Living Translation verse. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If heaven is lacking nothing and the will that if heaven, the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, then you got to ask God, go look in revelations, go look in other areas, study what the kingdom look like. If the kingdom of heaven is whole, there's no sickness, there's no disease, there's riches you're provided for, then guess what? You're supposed to be living like that on earth. So you don't have to compromise this for that. You get to receive the fullness of who God is. Now, I pray that over my house. So that kingdom come, thy will be done in my finances, in my health, in my children, in my ministry. Nothing lacking, nothing incomplete. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. For the power and the glory is because he wants to get the glory out of our life. God, does, it isn't proof to him that we sick or we lacking or we incomplete. That's not his will. He just wants us to grow in full dependency on him. Understand everything you got and you need is in me. I'm going to complete the work. I'm going to give you what you need. I'm going to make this manifest. 
So do not compromise this for that. Don't do that. Stop doing that. Stop not receiving the fullness of who God called you to be. There's so much more. Exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask means that when your vision is here, God's vision is a whole scope and so much bigger. Remembering that Romans 8.28 says all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. Well, that's it. That's plenty. Go back to Ephesians and pray that prayer over yourself daily. Pray that prayer over your household daily. That's a prayer in there. Pray that his glorious unlimited resources will empower you, inner strength through his spirit, that Christ will make his home in your hearts. Pray that prayer over your life. When you don't know what to pray, pray the word. <laughs> That's why I said, don't make him spooky spiritual. When you don't know what to pray, pray the word. You don't have an answer for something. Your answer is in the word. If you'll just slow down and allow him to manifest himself fully in your life, I promise you, you'll experience kingdom benefits and you'll begin to live at a different capacity and a different level. It's in the word. It's in the word. It's in the word. Your resolution for everything is in the word, but you do not have to compromise this for that. You don't have to do it. You don't have to trade in something for something. A good, I want to share this story for you with you. A good friend of mine was an athlete um, in school. She loved to be an athlete. She loved to be in sports. And when she got married and she started having kids, um, she made an analogy. And in her analogy, she was having a conversation with God. And she said, well, I traded in my sneakers for my kids. And the Lord said to her, I never asked you to trade your sneakers in for your kids. And you never asked me how to fit this in to your life. You assumed because you were having kids, I was asking you to trade your sneakers in for your kids. Never said that. Never asked you for that. You had kids because this was a true desire of your heart, but I never told you, you had to trade your sneakers in. You had to trade your sneakers in for your kids, but you never paused enough to ask me the wisdom of how does all of this work in my life? Remember, all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. So everything you've been attached to, everything that you've experienced, it's all working together. But if you don't ever pause and ask him, how does all of this fit into my life? You'll start compromising, adjusting yourself, not falling into the fullness of what God called you to be. Cause you feel like this is all that God wants you to be. And God is like, you ain't even tapped into the measurement of who I'm trying to call you to be. Well, that's it. That's it. That's it for today. I think we've done enough. Ephesians 3 is so rich. Go back, read that over yourself. Study that. Ask the Lord, how do I apply this? Show me the measure of your love. Close your eyes. Pause for a second and allow the Holy Spirit to show you some things in your life. Don't forget, you can order your It's Kingdom Baby t-shirts. We're going to drop the links to that lady. Ladies, don't forget, Pillow Talk. Friday, December the 14th. This is the last one for the year. It's the last one in Little Rock for a while. So if you're in the Little Rock area or in your surrounding areas, go get registered for Pillow Talk. We'll see you back here in the morning. We're going to continue trekking through Ephesians. Fellas, I know Pillow Talk isn't for you, but sow a seed into a woman's life and pay for somebody to go to Pillow Talk. You'll be blessed. I promise. Well, I love y'all so much. I love you more than you can imagine. I promise to do. Our father really loves you. And then I need you to do me a favor. Go be loved today. Y'all stop being stingy. 
and holding on to what God wants you to pour and to put into someone's life, right? As soon as you release, that's your time, your talents, your money, whatever. As soon as you release what God is asking you to put into someone else's life, I promise you, he's going to fill your life with so much more. Stop thinking you don't have enough. Stop thinking because you're going through that you can't do it. Release, going to release. Don't be stingy with your talents, your gifts, your time, your love, your seed, your money. Release that today. I promise you, some of y'all been, oh, I feel that in my spirit. Some of y'all been holding on to some stuff that God has told you to release. And if you will release that, that's your seed. And there's a harvest that's going to come behind that. Now you're just talking about money. It's your time, your gifts, talents, whatever the Lord has been telling you to release or sow into someone's life today. Go on and get up off that so you can see the man. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.